Larry Weber is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac. Larry is on the line. Good morning, Larry. Yeah, good morning, Luke. And uh, once again, I hope you hear me okay. So far, so good. uh, I'm outside enjoying the uh, January day. We had about uh, 10 degrees above zero here, which is chilly, but, you know, you compare it to what we expect in January. The average temperature for this date, the high is 20, the low is 2. Now, here we are on the 13th of January, and we've only had one day, that was the 6th, only one day where the temperature was near zero and at my house below zero. Now, that's almost embarrassing to say that from north, <laughs> northern Minnesota. On the other side, we have not had any really warm days. We have had temperatures that reached into the 30s a couple of times, and according to the forecast, it might happen again. But we are in a system right now where the days are not really that terribly warm. I would call them mild, but nights are not really that terribly cold either. So, yes, it's an interesting pattern, and after all the snow we got, uh, there are those who would consider this a nice respite. Uh, The amount of snow didn't change much this week. We got a little bit. At my house, we got close to two inches of snow. The Weather Service reported, I think, 1.6 or And so there isn't very, very much. According to the Weather Service, there's about a 6.5 to 6.8 snow for the month so far. And out where I live here, it's been about twice that. The seasonal total now is approaching 70 inches, which is about 25 inches above normal. So it's still staying quite a bit above normal. We have had winters in the past where there's been a great deal of snow early in the winter, and then it kind of slacks off for the rest of the winter. So we'll we'll see if that's been happening. A couple of phenological things of note. We uh, I mentioned last time how we were very slowly starting to get sunrises earlier, and that's going to continue, of course, way up until the summer. We'll continue getting sunrises earlier every day. Sunsets have been getting later, and sunsets getting later are pretty noticeable for uh, commuters. We are 25 minutes later than we were a year, a month ago in our sunsetting, and if you're a commuter, you notice something like that. Next week, or sorry, this week, the 16th, that's just a few days from now, we will be at nine hours of daylight, nine hours of daylight up from the eight and a half as it was on the solstice on December 21. By the end of the month, we will reach sunsets by 5 p.m. So yes, the days continue to get longer. We had a beautiful full moon We this uh, since we last spoke and a, a fabulous night to get out to see the stars. I had an opportunity to be at a place to see it and the remarkable sunsets. Winter winter has terrific sunsets. The angle of the sun is lower. Therefore, when the sun is setting, it tends to linger. It tends to last longer and it tends to be what I call wraparound, which you can see sunset not only in the west, but also in the north and also in the south. And it's really remarkable. Well, that was followed by a view of the planets. And right now, if you get out early enough after sunset, you can see Venus in the lower west. Yes.
and then going up a little ways, you can see Saturn, and you can continue to look, and almost directly overhead, you can see Jupiter, and then to the east, you can see Mars. Now, all of these can be done without any optics, but if you get optics, you can see them quite clearly. It is a pretty good, great time for getting out to see the uh, the planets. Later this month, uh, after the 20th, we will be having a visit from a comet, and I'll talk more about that later. Uh, among the birds, I've been watching a bird feeder every day. When the temperatures get mild, the birds pretty much let us know they, they don't need us for food, and they don't they come a little bit less. But I've had pretty good visitors this, this week of eight different kinds, uh, black-capped chickadee, white-breast, and red-breast nuthatch, four kinds of woodpeckers, and blue jay. And then, wow, had a surprising visit yesterday, which showed up on a tree right next to the bird feeder, a little bird called a brown creeper. A brown creeper is pretty well named. They are small, a little bit bigger than chickadees. They are brown body, and they actually do creep up the trees. Nuthatches are well known for going down the tree head first. Well, this bird goes up the tree head first. And they have a, they're, they're a small bird. <laughs> they're all brown. They're hardly, hard to see when they're against the bark. But they have a little curved beak that allows them, when they move, to get into the cracks of the bark and find insects. Insects, insect eating bird in January sounds a bit strange, but they have an ability to find them and they do show up. We did not see one on our Christmas bird count, which took place on January 3. Nobody in the region reported one, but other years they have been around. This is certainly not the first one I've seen in January. Uh, but nevertheless, it's just an interesting sighting. And that, along with the usual crows and ravens, and I saw flocks of turkeys this week. I saw flocks of pine grosbeaks this week. So, yeah, the, the birds are taking advantage of this uh, milder condition as well. It continues to be the win winter of finches being goldfinches, and I've had reports of people seeing whole flocks of them at their bird feeders. Among the mammals, it's been really interesting to watch what's going on. Uh, when we have a snowpack like we have right now, about two feet, the mammals that stay active to choose one of three, sometimes two of three, different ways of getting around. Number one, they can go under it. And going under the snowpack is something we don't usually see. But if you dig down underneath the couple feet of snow that we have, you'll find an open space. This is known as the subnivian space. And it stays there because the earth is giving off some heat, geothermal heat. And that melts some of the snow, making a little open space there between the snow and the ground. And there are many small mammals, mice and shrews in particular, that make use of it. And they move around and they live uh, a winter pretty much in uh, safety and in shelter. Then there are those that are a little larger, that, but they go above the snow and they go, they can go across the surface of the snow. Uh, most notably of these are probably the squirrels that we see hopping over the snow. Rabbits doing the same thing. Uh, cotton, cottontail rabbit. I saw tracks of a cottontail rabbit this week that went across the surface of the snow. Snowshoe hares do the same thing. And I saw weasel tracks this week. Same thing going across the surface of the snow. 
Now, if we get the forecast, as they say, where temperatures might get to 30 and then get down again, the snow will get more crusty and other kind of critters might take advantage of that. But usually it's the smaller ones. Some of the subnivian mammals like mice will occasionally come out and move across the surface of the snow as well. The white-footed mouse, deer mouse, is a hopper and it's pretty hard to hop under the snow. So they will come out and do so. Then we have those, the larger mammals that can't walk on the surface of the snow. They're too big and they certainly can't get under. So they just plunge right into it. And most noticeably are deer. I see deer tracks every day. Uh, coyotes are active at this time of year. This is their beginning of their breeding season. So they're active and they have to do the same thing. Uh, to make matters easier, they will make a trail. I'm sure at first it's difficult to make a trail, but then they'll just stick with the trail and they'll do this. Now, every day taking a walk, I see each of the examples of these. So yes, it's a, it's been con- inter- interesting. Another thing, of interest is as the temperature gets a little bit mild, a lot of the snow that is on still on the trees from the most recent snowstorm will start to sag off to the side of the branches, and at times it will hang down to the point of making what looks like a snow rope or snow garland, and I've been seeing a lot of this lately, and with the temperature being mild, I think we'll continue to see this, and if it's not so windy, the snow will stay on the trees, so Yes, we may be approaching mid-month, but we are approaching mid-month with a temperature average about 10, 10 degrees above normal. So I would suggest get out and enjoy it. So take care. Thanks very much, Larry. Be well. Till next Friday. That is Larry Weber. Larry is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac.